Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. Welcome in. It's the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, Donna Valentine has the day off today. She will be returning to the airwaves tomorrow. In fact, she'll be on at 8 a.m. joining the Jason and Alexis show as we do day two of the My Talk Awards, which was very fun. Off to a very fun start this morning. Uh, in Donna's place today, from television, we have a television <laughs> star with us today. Star. From Twin Cities Live. Her name is Kelly Hansen. Welcome back, Kelly. Thank you, Steve. Hi. Reunited and it, it feels so good. Ooh, that was a Ooh. bad harmony. Yeah. Ooh, I ruined that Wow, one. I thought you would really lead the way. You've always claimed Trying. to be the best female broadcaster singer in the Twin Cities. <laughs> yeah, that's my claim to fame. Every day. Steve. Guess who's here? <laughs> I haven't seen you in person. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I haven't been in this building since Welcome. early January, really, to, to work. I had to stop by for a couple of things. Two days, it was in and out. Uh, but this is my first day working in studio since very early January. So it's been like a month and a half since I've actually really spent a day here. So it feels Man, really nice to be back in studio. I bet when you saw that forecast being projected, you thought, of course the day that mm. I have to drive in. Now, granted, nothing's flying outside Yet. Yeah, right? you're talking about this big long haul snowstorm that's coming in. Were you like yes Saturday when you heard Monday morning expect your commute to suck? Were yeah. you a little nervous? You know were you like I hate this? So I'm pretty detached from news over Me the too. weekend. <laughs> well here's why I was so Kelly, I see her on Instagram yesterday saying flying back in just before the snowstorm and I was like, What is she talking about? What? Are you under a rock? Most I just of the time? really really detach That's i'm good. pretty That's detached good. from a lot of things right now so i didn't know that so then i had to go i went to kstp.com and i was like what's going on and then they talked about this long haul snowstorm my post led you to check the weather kelly is everywhere yeah. i don't know if you've noticed that but she is goes everywhere that's not, she's that's that's not true what it that's seems like from oh the outsider we all know the internet isn't <laughs> real but it seems that way but then i looked it up and here's why i'm really happy so, you know, I, uh, I'll be in here uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, and then I will be broadcasting from my home studio on Tuesday, Thursday. That was just how it came out this week. Lucky. But tomorrow is the bad day, because what I understand is that later on, I think there might already be snow uh, up north of Minnesota, but later on this afternoon, the snow will be making its way into the metro, and I believe this is just slow and steady snow that will stay in our area in anywhere between a couple of inches today, three to seven inches more mm. from midday today, I think, into tomorrow, something like that. Tomorrow's commutes are going to oh, be. I'm very on Minnesota bad. Live tomorrow morning. Oh, and I think I'm going to leave like an hour and a half early. I think that's mm -hmm. probably a good plan. And just pack snacks. Then you don't have to stress about it. You can always sleep on the Twin Cities Live couch. I even thought. What if I just stayed somewhere tonight that was closer to the station I so I didn't have to too. deal with the commute? My I don't wife know, suggested but listen, that before. I think it's because we haven't had, it's been, gosh, a few weeks that we have, haven't had a bad 
morning snow ice situation. So I'm kind of out of practice and yeah. I just hate, loathe driving in this. I understand. And I did not grow up in Minnesota. And so I didn't learn how to drive in this until I was 21. People who grew up in Minnesota don't it's, know how to drive in it. Well, it's like skiing. I, I say I'm past the point of learning how to ski now. I think you need to learn how to ski when you're <laughs> yeah. a child, when you're when you're a little more, you know, loosey-goosey. Uh-huh. It's like that with driving in this kind of weather. You need to learn right away when you get your license or when you're practicing to drive how to do this because there's just... It's it's a learned behavior. And if you're not used to it, I just white knuckle it. I white knuckled it so hard earlier this season that my wrists hurt when I got home. Wow. Yeah. wow. I know. I hate it. So Well, it looks like some <laughs> of the snow it. could stay a I little bit north, I, I I guess, because the uh the winter storm warnings are the current counties that are included will be uh Sherburn, Wright, Anoka, Chisago, Barron, Polk. Sure. And Rusk. I'm not seeing Carver. I'm not seeing Hennepin. And so Washington. Maybe not Washington. So maybe it stays um, a little bit north. But it's um, supposed to come in here real fast. Ken Barlow this morning said it's supposed to move pretty fast tomorrow. So it might alter the inch of the the amount we get. So right right now, I think he's projecting four to eight. It might be a little less, closer to the four. Me like it. Uh, because it's going to move quickly. Man, I, I think at one point I should have been a meteorologist because I'm obsessed with. The weather. The details of it all. Yeah, I you could, could watch you the still weather could channel. Be, Kelly, you could shift. I don't think so. I can't could do that shift. green screen business. Hey, we want to send our love to um, our dear friend Elizabeth Reese, who uh, oh. took a nasty fall on the ice over the weekend. So terrible. And let me just say this. So she ended up uh, breaking her ankle in multiple spots, Three dis- spots. dislocating her ankle. Oh. The x ray on her Instagram looks like. My return bag to Home Depot. There's like six screws <laughs> in there. I know a she metal texts me plate. she's bionic now. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here is here's what I want to say though. So she was actually on her way to go have lunch with me. <gasps> so I am we were talking about her on the radio. She filled in on the Don and Steve show. We were all talking about this. We're gonna go have lunch. And haven't seen her in a long time, oh, and it was gonna be great no. to catch up. So then I get a call from her. And why I'm telling you this story is because Elizabeth often looks back at her own past experiences with pain and admits that she has a low pain threshold, yes. right? It's like a bad visit yes. to the dentist we, and I'm going to need a personal day. We've seen her in the office day. after a dental appointment. Yes, yes exactly. We know. Okay. I have to tell you this, though. She was so brave and strong on Friday, and here's why I say that. She called me from the ground. Oh, my. And I pick up the phone. And it's about 12.15. I'm about ready to head out the door. And uh, we were going to meet somewhere in like Edina. And she is in obvious pain. And she says, hey, I just fell and I'm on the ice and I think I broke my ankle. And I was like, okay. Um, and she was like, I can't move. Like, I can't, I can't go back into the house. And I said, okay, is Jay in the house? Have you tried calling him? I have, but he's getting ready and he just isn't hearing his mm-hmm. phone. Her neighbor had come by at that point oh, and yeah. saw her on the ground, and then the neighbor was able to go. And now, presumably, imagine imagine you're Jay at this point. You are you think you're alone in the house, and you're getting ready, doodly doo, and then you hear a female <laughs> voice, not your wife's, Jay, and you're like, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> Might have been nude. She calls him a JMF. 
a jumpy mother father. And so I can only imagine his situation. But then I'm on the phone. She tells me, she's telling me like, I'm, I'm looking, it doesn't feel, feel good. doesn't look good. And I was like, you know, maybe it's a sprain. Sometimes you do a really bad sprain. You oh, hear cracking, God. but oh, it's not actually even. a break. And I'm trying to like hope for the best. And in reality, what had happened was she had really badly broken her ankle in three places, dislocated the ankle on top of it. They had to reset it a couple of times. I call her later. She's on a bed waiting in a hall in an ER waiting mm-hmm. for them to yeah. be able she to do an x-ray forever. They she had to be sedated. Yes. For well, them in order to get it back into place. And they had to do that Thank to make God sure that sedation in case the oh, bone right? would pop through the skin. Oh, I mean, I know. Steven, listen, I understand honestly. it didn't. But in case it did, that's why they needed to make well, sure that, that she was taken I care thought, of. I, I thought it looked like it went. It went that direction. Well, real graphic. It, it was. I think it was close to my point oh, of telling you oh. all of that is, and you can see she she details this story on uh, on her Instagram account. Yeah, but she's very open about this. Yeah, I thought that she was so. I was so impressed with her strength. She called me when her ankle had been brutally broken, and she and had she, no help yet. And she had no help. She's sitting, and you know what she said to me, she, fighting tears, and she's saying. I'm not going to be able to make lunch today. Just not. We have to. I was like, Lippy, okay, okay, hang on. And then the neighbor comes, and then her husband Jay comes out and takes care of her, and they get her to the hospital and all that. But I was so impressed by her strength, and so as a dear friend who has long joked about her own low uh, pain tolerance, I was so she was like Wonder Woman. I I do not know what I would have done in that situation, but um, uh, just kudos to her for fighting through it this weekend, and we wish her a speedy recovery. Do Uh, and you'll be handling some Twin Cities live duties in the meantime. I'll be uh, hosting Twin Cities live for the next several days until we get Elizabeth back up and sort of running. Plus that male host walked away from the show he, and left you high and dry weeks he ago. He left. I, I've reached the anger part of my grief. Oh. <laughs> We're there now. Good. Uh, I don't speak of his name. Wonderful. Uh, most days, but no, Elizabeth, maybe you're listening. We love you. We, love we you. hope that yeah. you are getting lots of attention. I know she's sleeping on the couch. We were texting. She showed me like her view, uh, which was just her leg up. And oh, she yeah. has to be off of that foot iced for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and she is bionic. She's got lots of screws and plates in there. I, yeah. she, she texted me and she said, I've never broken a bone. Yeah, and if you've never done that, which I haven't either, me neither. She it's has now, and, and big time. So send you love. Yeah, if she goes on the wrong side of the law, they won't have to put an ankle bracelet on her. They just need to get a metal detector to find her. Oh, how's she going to get on a plane? She's going to have to answer that question. Yes, <laughs> I have it's a, a nightmare. Plate. She used to always show up to the airport late. She can't anymore. Speaking can't. of late, we are late. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to go to break. We're coming right back. It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work, work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Hi everybody, welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Kelly Hansen is in for Donna Valentine. Good morning. Uh, in mere moments at 9.30, as we do most Mondays, we will join by Maddie B from TV. Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness Yay. News Mornings joins us. He's got three things to be on the lookout for uh, this week, so we'll get to that here in a moment. In the meantime, Don, uh, may we get curious, please? <laughs> <laughs> things that make you go... Huh. 
If you skipped Wordle this morning and you need to wake up mentally, uh, this is things that make you go, huh, let's see if we can do just that. Let's start with this. Marvel Comics saved a ton of money by arguing in court that X-Men characters are mutants, not humans. Here's why this was important. Importing toys based on human beings means paying a tax rate almost double the rate of importing non-human toys. So presumably, a lot more expensive to import in a Barbie doll than it would a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle because they tax it almost double if the toy is based on a human as opposed to some other character. Weird. Isn't that weird? Huh. You guys ever think about taxes? It made me go, huh. See? I know. Thank you so much. That's odd. Isn't that something? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Did you ever watch Cheers? I love Cheers. We still watch it. Oh, great. We watch it in bed sometimes at night. Okay. You guys. (laughs) What? It's cute. It's cute. That would make me feel very nostalgic. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey. Somebody went through all 275 episodes of the show Cheers, and they they added up Norm's tab for the entirety (laughs) of the series. What was it? Well, before I tell you that, let me tell you what went into that. Uh, there are several references throughout the series. His tab goes up, his tab goes down. At times, it was wiped clean. But near the end of the series, it was stated that Norm had never paid for a beer. So that was the assumption going in. The writer also used George's actual birthday to calculate that Norm became of legal drinking age in the year 1966. And he used several clues from the series to assume that Norm was a patron of Cheers pretty much ever since then. He also estimated... That Norm drank, this is a lot, 10 beers a day. And he used both the average price of beer over the years and several clues from the show about how much a beer cost the cheers at various times. And they say you get nothing done during unemployment. See what this guy did? He put this entire study together, came up with the final tab of $124,406.90 would be the receipt that Sam Malone would slide across to him on the final episode if, in fact, Norm needed to pay up on his tab. So he never paid. He, never paid. We never saw money exchanged. An exchange of funds. Never, never. You know, weren't, wasn't Norm, uh, wasn't he, like, younger than us when he was on that show? What, yeah. what, what, are, the, so, what are the numbers yeah, there? Yeah, uh, both Norm and Cliff were in their early 30s, in the 32 to 34 crazy. range. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Crazy to me. It's so crazy. Um, um, Ed Asner as Lou Reed in the Mary Tyler Moore Show, episode one. He's 41 years old. That's me. Kelly, it's Just you. Just about. And you've always given me Asner vibes. Have I'm not even 40 yet. This You're not year. 40 yet? No. No, no, no. I don't say that. That's not an August. eyeball test reference. August, That's, I'll I thought be that 40. You would turn 40. Let me tell you something. Okay. I, when I turned 30, I had a lot of friends that were like, I don't want to be 30. I mm. want to be in my 20s for the rest of my life. Yeah. I was so ready to turn 30. I am even more ready to turn 40. Isn't this what you have to say? No, no. I feel like. I feel 
Like, I look pretty darn great for 40, you guys. And I remember when my parents turned 40, I thought it was so old. I was, I, I have pictures of myself doing the Roger Rabbit mm. at my dad's 40th surprise birthday party. Would, did they have like an over the hill theme with gravestones oh, and stuff old like that? Pictures of him, yeah. lots of dirty gifts received that I had no idea what those were. Is that right? Yes. And. Like dance floor, like magic happening, big surprise party. Really? Oh, my mom rented out this whole thing. What are you big anticipating deal. for your celebration, well, the Jubilee? My husband has said he wants to have a party and he wants everyone to dress like really, really old people. I think this is cute. <laughs> so I don't know. I just wanna I just wanna be with my friends. I wanna have a cake. I wanna do the whole thing. And 40 ain't bad, guys. I want to be 50. I want to look 40. Be 50. I don't know. <laughs> you hoping to get to 62? When does it stop? I'm hoping to get to 90. What are you hoping for? A break. <laughs> and perfectly timed. We've got one. Our buddy, Matty B from TV, Matt Belanger of 5 Eyewitness News, joins us with three things you need to know going into this week. Stay with us, Don and Steve. Come right back. Hello. Hard done. Hard done. Great, man. great tunes. Yeah, great Every tunes. time I'm here, who's picking this music? I'm convinced, too. It's actually B. Arthur. It's Amy Daniels. I am convinced that music sounds better on my talk than any other station. Because you know what? We give you just enough, and then you want more of it. I write. I like make a playlist when I'm here. Like this song. Yeah, it's a great song. Like this is Dua Lipa and Elton John Coldheart. Down, summertime. Look at you. 40 and frisky. <laughs> Uh, that's Kelly Hansen. She's from Twin Cities Live. She is Good filling morning. in for Donna Valentine today. Don McLean has been pushing all sorts of buttons. Uh, Alexis was out this morning. She's been pulling some extra duties over there. She was suddenly had a major uh, role to play in the My Talk Awards, which was our first ever edition of that. It's going to be going on all week at 8 a.m. on the Jason and Alexis show. Don, thank you for being here. Oh, sure. Sure, no problem. Sometimes it just melts down, though. Oh, yeah. And it's just you. Do you need some coffee? The system's like, nah, we've we've opened enough tabs for you today. We're going to freeze now. And you work with it. Uh, (laughs) But now we bring in a fourth member of the fun, Matty B. Let us roll out the red carpet for him, shall we? Yeah. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Matt, talk to me. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Matt has his own open. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) I paid Rock on it. He mandated it. He said, You want me back? There will be an intro. Or I walk. Lori and Julius at the bar high. Did they I have an intro for I you? I had tunes they there. Did. That's and the so, one I always find yeah. first. And then I Come have on, to you search don't, Steve, you know. One. It's Matt Belanger. You know that one. No, I don't there know that one. one. I don't this is your side. I never. never know it. Anyway. Hi. Well, you want back. me to play it? No, no, I no. Yeah, I do. I'd like to hear it. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. All right, here's the, see again, Matt demanding a second intro now. Here he is. Feels like a lot. Hold on a second. I need to put it on. It's the, because uh, they didn't know how to say my name. <laughs> that, that's really what it was. Here we go. Here we go. Hang, hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's, it's still funny. Real Belanger. No, Don't listen to that. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. It's, it's Matt Belanger. 
So that was gr- that grew out of the fact that like three years after I started doing this or whatever, like yeah. Lori would still like she would be teasing me coming up next, and I'm already here and I can kind of see her, and like the fear would go into her eyes, like, and she would she'd be like, oh, and every time, and she would always guess wrong or just kind of slur it. You know, our executive producer. <laughs> so I'll they just, made a song. I'll speak out of turn. Or, well, my former oh, executive producer yeah, of you? Twin Cities Live. Sorry, I uh, don't my work on television anymore. He's my executive. Your executive producer. producer. Thank you, Christian Unser. Uh, he is. He's convinced that he's only ever been called Hun by Julia, and Julia's met him a gazillion <laughs> times over the years. <laughs> she knows him enough to know his name. But I think he's just still hun. So anyway, with Love that, we have Lori Matt Belanger. Matty B. Uh, now, Kelly, we have, he brings us three things to, to be know, aware I've of. I know, I've been here. Oh, do you know how to do the Ma- intro? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. Number one. Number one. It's just, yeah, used car salesman stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. Number one. Okay, so uh, it's snow. Everyone's talking about yeah, it. Big, and I, uh, fresh out of the the infinite brain trust of the five eyewitness news yeah. weather center, our chief meteorologist, Ken Barlow, here's what you need to know. Today's the non-snowy day of the 48-hour storm. Worked us up for nothing. Well, now, hold on a minute. Hey, Kelly. Because if you're up Kenny, in north-central Minnesota, true, you know, you true. in Alexandria right now, you're, look, you're staring down a foot of snow Sorry. plus by the time this is all over. And they have five inches oh. up there already. Wow. So sent kind of north central Alexandria, Brainerd area. I mean, they're, that's the bullseye of the storm. It's kind of misleading because they're getting a lot of snow right now this morning. But uh, the metro area. Uh, it's like not, a fine line. Well, and it, we're going to get it tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow's oh. our snowy day. Both commutes impacted, Ken says, both morning and evening. And we're looking at like four to eight when it's all said and done. We'll get like a little bit of an inch, he says, today or so okay. as it kind of warms up and starts spreading down our way. You know what I found interesting last night? I, so I go to KSTP.com and they were talking about it as this long haul storm. Now, it doesn't feel that way maybe as much since the north, now Will and Alexandria, you know, places up north where they're already getting snow. An interesting long storm that just sort of meanders and won't go mm-hmm. away, and then a little bit because usually the snowstorms it's like whoa, an <laughs> it's like me it's and, and radio. <laughs> just won't go away. <laughs> when it snows back. all day long and impacts both commutes, brutal. That is a long haul. Yeah, it's gonna be a big day tomorrow. So. No, there Ugh. you go. You need right. to know. Well, listen, my husband said last night. He said, you know, we have these late winter snowstorms and i said it's late, not winter. late winter and he said but kelly it is it's almost march so if you think about it march is when we start seeing things melt we get like one two punch right mm-hmm. march april but it's not as it's not as bad as january do you know and i i only know this uh from talking about a few years ago, February is our least snowy winter month on average. Huh. I believe we average seven inches of snow per February. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to exceed that now, I think, with, with this storm. We've had some snow, I think, earlier in February. But this is as good as it gets yep. historically well, with the, snow. And the temperatures are more tolerable as we get into late February, oh, yeah. March. Yeah. So and it, longer it, it, daylight. Right. Yes, and so it helps. snows, but it melts, right? We don't see <sighs> Let's it hope. as long. Number two. You guys are great. Thank you. Uh, pain at the pump. Oh, Ugh, no. Gas prices are going it's the up. Worst. It's the and Ugh. and you know what we've they, they've been going up and now the analysts are watching the overseas developments with Russia and Ukraine. And I am sorry to bring you the news, but if that ends up happening where Russia takes action and goes into Ukraine, um, the, those who study the ebb and flow of the gas market say that we are in for 
some serious price increases. Like one guy's even talking about seven dollars a gallon possible. Oh my word. If crude oil wow. hits a hundred dollars a barrel, that means we could see five dollar a gallon prices like for real if this whole That's really gonna impact situation travel escalates. this yeah. going in going forward this summer. I mean, yep. I think about even just Traveling on a plane, I mean, any kind of travel, you're going to see prices skyrocket or the price of our goods, right? They got to fill up those trucks. I mean, yeah. this is going to be overall, we're going to see higher prices on everything. So as you watch that situation this week unfolding, just remember, you know, it's going to have real world implications for us here at home. And sadly, you know, your wallet as you go fill up the car. Never, oh. You got to you gotta have gas. Well, you got to go to the right store. Now? You got to go to work. 341 is the average yeah. in Minnesota Creeping right now. Up. I almost yeah. filled my car up. It was almost, I just was like, I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to yeah. let that dial run. I'm just going to do it. I get out of my car. It's like almost 70 bucks. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's no. horrible. Well, Listen, anyway. thoughts and prayers, Kelly. Sorry. Thanks, you're at the guys. pump right now. With Thank that, number Wow, we're getting looser and looser here. Okay, so I, I, I'm, I did a last minute switcheroo, guys. Oh, you did? I, yeah. So I'm not going to stick to the script. Going oh rogue. Gosh. Um, and was keeping with the price increase news. Maybe, yes. maybe you heard about this, but the avocado ban. Ban. Yeah. Did you yeah. talk about this? No, no, no. Say more things, Wait, and then what? I'll tell you. I want Matt, a journalist, to tell the story, and then yes. I will remind our audience Please. how Donna. Told the uh, a variation of the story okay, last week. Wait. You go, so Matt. here's what happened: the the United States has put a temporary ban on the importing of avocados right now. There was an inspector. You know, U.S. inspectors are on the ground in Mexico, where these are being imported from, and they have to check them to make sure there aren't pests in there, so that mm-hmm. when they come to California or whatever, they're not going to be you know infecting our crops and so forth. So, and one of the inspectors was apparently threatened, and drug cartels do influence these these avocado farmers. I mean, that's a sure. thing. They get it. So it's a sticky situation. So they pulled the plug after this one inspector was threatened. There's a ban right threatened now. By a threatened of by the well, the, the farmer person was, you know, the inspector was like, "Hey, I, I have a concern about this," and he kind of threatened back, saying, yeah, "No, why don't you, make you that have concern to take go my away. avocados, you know, yeah. uh, make that make it go away, kind of a thing." Because exactly, Steve. Exactly. So then the U.S. temporarily was like, "All right, fine, yeah. we're not going to do uh, avocados." So the worry is like a week from now, ten ten days from now ish. Uh, we'll we no could avocado? see no. We could. They'll just be more expensive. I mean, you're going to see prices go up. So get ready for that. Was my kind of story. So what did Donna say? Donna, <laughs> who is generally pretty well prepared for the show, she has lots of notes. But occasionally, she really sees a headline and drags it into the show and says, "I'll talk about this later." This was more like a, "I'll read about this later." So she last week said, "Did you hear about the thing happening with avocados?" Apparently, there have been some some deaths attached to what? avocados from Mexico. My mother is listening to the podcast oh in Pennsylvania live. She had avocados in her shopping cart. She was walking around a store listening to the show, and she was like. I almost I got these that. out of the cart. We found out by the end of the segment, in fact, it was a, an inspector whose <laughs> life had been threatened anecdotally by one farmer. No, no one died. No one's eating avocados, chips, and guac, and suddenly keeling over. <laughs> Donna. Oh, wow. Never wow. let facts get Man, in the way of a good story. I just story. put avocados back out of my cart. I was like, you know what? Two for three. I'm going to wait. They're going to come down a little no, bit. Yeah, no, no, no. Buy them now. Get no. them now. Hey, and I have bonus ones. So <laughs> you don't have to make numbers, but I, I have two quick events to tell you about. Real fast. We got time. Fast. And Don, one is for you. Oh, my gosh. There's a spooky event at the Minneapolis Institute of Art called Supernatural America, the yeah. paranormal in American art. It opened up over the weekend. Uh, Minneapolis Institute of Art, the first major museum exhibition 
to broadly examine the relationship between artists in the U.S. and the supernatural. Um, it's 20 bucks to get in for adults under 18 free. And, yeah, it's there through May, so you have a while to go check it out. But, uh, yeah, see that at MIA if you're into the spooky stuff. Can I ask a, a, a question, just a personal request? You are bad at the time? no follow-up question. Yeah, rule. this is bad. But instead of whatever the second thing is, and I'm sure it's a great event and yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week you covered live on the air two oh, Eagles t- mating. <laughs> Your thoughts? Have yeah, you recovered? Please, have you gotten emails? Please, How do you I walk through that? that? I know. I was trying times. to not let you have time to ask me about that. <laughs> Tell us about when <laughs> the mother tell. eagle, who like had, was mm. were there eggs under the mama yep. in the nest? There was one egg, big egg, one she one eagle just... egg, and then daddy comes in. Yep. And, and we're watching this live. So occasionally we put up the Department of Natural Resources Eagle Cam and it's mm-hmm. trained it's on a so nest cool. in St. Paul. The eagles are right there. And, and it, so boom, it's you know 8.45 in the morning and we've been cruising along for a while and <laughs> oh look, there's an eagle sitting there and we know there's an egg in there and then the mama is on the egg and the mama starts kind of squawking and we're like, oh, you know, she's yeah. active. Hey, you yeah. know, like, all right. This is great. And then, great and television. Not knowing who was coming And we're in just talking camera. and then all of a sudden daddy arrives. And then what did daddy do? Well, he, daddy. This daddy eagle got on mama eagle's back. And, you know, we're like play by playing. Metaphorically or literally? Like on, like, like with claws, like almost like a back massage. I mean, it but was then it, let's just say that then it escalated. Oh, he, like many massages. Yeah, it became an intimate <laughs> situation. You got to be we careful. Don't, I don't think it, you could call that an intimate. I think it was like. <laughs> Just, I don't know. So lo and behold, her. I mean, we, maybe she. Well, who are we? We can, we're not listen, the, the head of like, the eagle. Oh, she was like, "Come here, come here." When she was walking, I thought maybe I'm she was looking, saying, thinking, I'd like she's like, over. "Not now. I'm too tired. I have a headache. I haven't showered. I don't. <laughs> I'm want on you camera. Me. There's a new egg. <laughs> we're on camera. She's on, on camera. camera. So anyway, the situation escalated, <laughs> and Yikes. like we're all slowly uh, realizing what what um this was going on. I mean, they were mating. Yeah. So, but. I mean, again, but okay. you know, and so we're we move right along to whether you know we're trying to like just get past it. But Chris Eggert, in his infinite glory and wisdom, <laughs> yells from offside because he was over getting ready for Minnesota Live and he was at mic on. He's not, well, he right. wasn't he, even mic. He, he wasn't even mic. He's just shouting and he goes. He goes, there's going to be another egg soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. This is beautiful. This is nature. It's, yes, it's nature and murka and all yes. that. You know, but anyway, it, it, it just, you know, it, is, it was beautiful, but it wasn't something we were anticipating. But it was, sure. it was, it was hilarious. It was very yeah. funny to watch it play out. It's, it went viral. If you haven't seen it, I believe it. Is it on? We put it on KCB.com. Yeah, it just, is? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it, I saw it on Twitter. All sorts I, of places to see it. I think I it's called enjoyable. it a domestic disturbance you in the did, moment. which I was just really taken by your commentary was like trying to be you know, she's together. so sweet. But Matt's Brandy's going the off the rails. Matt yes. just yeah. keeps laughing, which made oh, me gosh. laugh even harder. And it, Eggert's over there, like the peanut gallery. Yeah. Just he's just chiming yeah. in. He's in his little comments. You never Ken, know. Was it? Oh, no, it was Jonathan. It yes. was Jonathan. We had oh, joked if it was, oh, if it was Barlow, we would have had to put up color bars. Yes, you would have. We'll be right up, you know, he after would have, the break. We have to take a break. Never regathered. Uh, you never know what you'll see when you watch yeah. Maddie B and the entire team on Five Eyewitness News Mornings. He's Matt Belanger, joins us every uh, Monday. Aww. Matt, great to have you here. Yeah. When we return, we'll get into if you see something, say something. Courtney Cox saw something about herself that maybe you saw too, and she's saying something. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hello there. Welcome in. The calm before the storm, quite literally, with some snow moving in. Uh, which should be really interrupting tomorrow. If you're listening up north of the metro, you might already have some snow. Uh, but wherever you happen to be, thanks for making us part of your day. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Kelly Hansen. Hi. From television. I'm here. 
It's nice to have TV people on the radio side of the building. I know. I love coming over here. I oh, love it. We love having you here. Uh, Don McLean is pushing buttons for us as she has been all morning producing the Jason and Alexis show and then staying on to help us during hour one. Thank you, Don. Hey, no problem. Uh, why don't we get into If You See Something, Say Something, shan't we? Hey, If You See Something, Say Something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, we got a few things to get to here. Let's first start with Courtney Cox. She saw something and she is saying something. What'd she see? Admitting that she did too much stuff to her face. Oh, too many fillers. In an effort to stay looking young. She says, quote, there was a time when you go, oh, I'm changing. I look older. And I tried to chase that youthfulness for years. And I didn't realize that, oh, bleep, I'm actually looking really strange with injections and doing stuff to my face that I would never do now. Courtney Cox is now 57, trying to age great uh, gracefully, but she still feels the pressure, of course, to look good in that industry saying the scrutiny is intense, but I don't know if it could be more intense than what I put on myself. She goes on to say, I'm a product whore. I will try anything. (laughs) But I remember this time with Courtney Cox, who is just beautiful, and then seeing pictures of her suddenly and thinking, oh, this looks Well, it was her lips and her cheeks. Yes. Everything got a a little puffy. Puffy, and then her eyes got squinty. Right. I mean, I... She they looked, they want to add a little a little uh, more plump. What am, what's the what am I trying to say? They want to look a little more fuller. It's like a plump younger look. Yes. As you get older, it kind of all starts to sink in and drop. <laughs> yep. But if you add way too much, I mean, I look at these Real Housewives and I'm like, they can't even. Their cheeks are so full that yes, their eyes get too squinty and they just don't look recognizable. And is anymore. that just because the filler? There's just so much filler that everything's kind of <laughs> filling out, and then it's like yeah. kind of forces your eyes you to think squint it a little. Feels bit. tight too when you smile because there's just so much in the cheeks because you can sort of start to look gaunt. My mom always uses that word, gaunt. Oh uh, sure, yeah, you know, yeah, like a little sunken in, yeah. Um, Unless you were blessed with really great high cheekbones. I mean, it's going to happen to all of us. So when you start to add things to your face that's a little too much, there's a really great way to do it. You can add a little bit, uh, and it could look natural. If you add too much, you're going to have a face like Courtney Cox. This so is now real, is she not doing filler anymore? Now she's not anymore. Okay. Um, and so, and and I think you will, like if you if you go back and look at some photos, if you Google like Courtney Cox fillers or whatever, you'll see the photos that she is referencing, that 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 time period in her life that she is referencing. But if you remember during the Friends reunion, I didn't think that she had that that sort of puffy, like, oh, this feels different. Look, she looked lovely. And so I think her her path forward is going to be different. And you're right, less is more. more. Because the 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 real hope, having never gotten any work done, let me guess that the real hope, if you get work done, is that People aren't taken aback that what you mm-hmm. want are just subtle compliments of, oh, you look mm-hmm. great. Right. Not what's different. I've had Botox right in my 11s. The 11s. My I was, WTF lines. Like it always <laughs> looks like you're like. <laughs> Those are the ones right between right in the middle. your and eyebrows. I, my mother has them and I need to, I need to get in and get a little bit of, a little bit of talks right there. But I, 
I always want people to say, oh, you look awake. You look yeah. rested. You look refreshed. <laughs> Not like what you never want somebody to say, what you have done? Right. Or why do you look frozen? Yeah. Yeah. People would always say to me, what's wrong? And I would say, nothing, it's just my face. Because when I'm thinking yeah. that 11, look look mm-hmm. at me right now. Yeah, you would look I, at me and say, it. like, Why is she wrong? so mad at me? Why are you? I do a lot of RBF. eyebrows up to try to seem like I'm happy. Oh, yeah. And then you've yeah. got your lines across the top. And so I've got a lot of lines up here. Yeah. See what I, hi, guys. <sighs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> look, at mine. look at mine. Look at mine. See? There's mine. the old joke about the, the husband who said, yeah, I told my wife she drew her eyebrows on too high. She looks surprised. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so cool for Courtney Cox. Joke. I think it's rare that stars ever talk about that. That they that they if they feel like ooh, there was a look that I didn't like right. that I really thought looked good in the moment. It's just a nice, vulnerable, relatable moment mm-hmm. from uh, Courtney I Cox. Agree. You always love the Courtney Cox. Kelly, uh, you watching the Olympics? You know, I'm not. Great. I watched. I watched just a little bit. I don't know if a lot of people watch the Olympics. No ratings. Just I think dogs. have been down. Just dogs. They left when their owners left the TV on. Emphasize people. I don't know why. It could have been dogs. You know, we leave our TV on during the day (laughs) when we're not home. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't watch a ton, but I did run across uh, something that I don't know if I should say made me kind of laugh a little bit. I didn't know this sort of thing could happen. Okay, what? Okay, so Finnish cross country skier Remy Lindholm, he ended his Olympic debut with a little. Bit of frostbite on his equipment. And I'm not talking about his, his ski skis oh, or his no. ski pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about something else <gasps> in the nether regions. So he has now said that his area, I don't feel comfortable saying it. Oh my it. gosh, I, you, sa- I said frozen penis this morning. It's okay. You can say it on weenie. I suggested weenie, weenie could work. That's sort of, you know, comical and it, cartoony. It was frozen. So what apparently, do you mean it was okay, frozen? So, could he pee? I don't know. That's not a heat pack on yeah. it to make it come back he had to, to life. Right. So well, he, worse he went into the locker room. Uh, the race was shortened. I believe the conditions were really, really unbearable. Ooh. He, <laughs> The race like was shortened. He went into the locker room where he used a heat pack to thaw out the affected area. He says that once those parts began to warm up, Ooh. the pain was unbearable. unbearable. Yeah, yeah, that's because Ooh. then all the sensation is sort of coming back and your body is realizing what you just what put it happened? through. After. Pins and needles. I oh. Think, oh, gosh, when it's like when it's your hands or your toes, oh. can you imagine? Well, no. I experienced something close to this when I put bathroom spray on my I, equipment <laughs> and almost had a chemical burn. Yeah, that, that was feeling real was dumb. intense. That was real dumb. So he came in 26th place, which... I don't know. This was his third and final event at the 2022 Winter Olympics. His first time competing, though, in the Olympic Games, and he came back with a prize, a medal of his own, a frozen wee-wee. Yeah. I I believe he's okay. One thing that I found that was really interesting is that this is not the first time he has suffered a frozen penis during a competition. There, I said the word. How does he... Yeah, I don't good. know. I feel like there should be like a heating. You know, you can wear like a heated vest. Yeah. Right. I said there should that be this like morning, a heated sock. underwear, undergarments. Just underwear skiers. should cut it. A lot There's, of guys walking around having never frozen it. But that's a real thin suit. Yeah. He's head to toe in a suit. They got to go fast. And it's cold. 26th place, but they said he was still the wiener. <laughs> We'll take Man, a quick break. Don, thank you. That makes me uh, happy. Rocco thank next. you. <laughs>